0: So I was sitting on, my, sitting on my bed drawing truly for my life with the speed of a thousand suns, um, pretending that I had drawn 10 minutes a day every day since the beginning of the semester, desperate to get a good grade in this class. Wow, all at 3 a.m., huh? <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome to the Working For It podcast. My name is Sarah, and I'm an illustrator. And I'm Savannah, and I'm a film makeup artist. And this is our podcast all about navigating the creative industry as young professionals. Yes, ma'am. This is the first episode of Working For It, our podcast. Oh, that's so exciting. So if you've stuck around from our trailer, or you've seen us on Instagram, or you're one of our friends, or a family member, or just like a stranger, welcome (laughs) to our podcast. This is just going to be like a little weekly thing where we talk about our journeys as creatives and what it's like to be young people in the creative industry and what it's like to be cousins and business partners because that's what we are. We're cousins. And then we're business partners yeah (laughs) firstly we're cousins that's Mm -hmm. mainly first family first right yeah and then then business comes second like a close second but still second (laughs) i was trying to think of something to say instead of like blood is thicker than water blood is thicker than fiscal numbers that's horrible i'm so sorry that was the worst thing i've ever heard (laughs) Other than you eating a kiwi over ASMR. Oh my god, yeah. I when I first got this microphone, I could not wait to record because I was so excited to use it. So inst- I couldn't record for another like week. So instead, I just did. <laughs> I hate ASMR, but I had to do it. I had to just try doing ASMR um, into my own headphones, and then I Facetimed to Savannah at like nine thirty at night and just. Ate kiwi really loud into my microphone to show her the ASMR sounds. It's truly horrible. It was one of the worst things I've ever done, I think. Truly, it was just an experience. (laughs) And then I was like, I think this is it. I think we're officially business partners. This is, we have a podcast and we're professional adults. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you eating that kiwi into your microphone for. The purposes of ASMR. (laughs) All right. So should we get dive into it? Yeah. Okay. You know what I was thinking though? What? Can I say this first before we get into it? Okay. So I'm a person... This is so random, but I literally like just have to get off my chest. I was thinking today, I was like, where do... When you see celebrities like walking out of buildings carrying nothing, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like, where do they hold their hydro flask? And I think that is (laughs) the biggest like that's so on brand for me because I was like, where do they hold their stuff? And then I, in my head, I was like, where do they hold their hydro flask? And I remember looking at a picture of Timothy Chalamet with like a tiny little water bottle. And I was like, why doesn't he have a hydro flask? Like it's so much easier than a tiny little water bottle. What the heck? And then dude, that's so funny. And I was very upset because I was like, yeah, if I was a celebrity, I'd just carry a tote bag. Like, What's the difference? You could throw your hydro flask in there. And I was like, whoa. Just assuming I'm, that, like, everybody in the world has a hydro flask <laughs> or knows what one is. And I was like, oh, my granola hippie part of myself is showing. Uh, so, yeah, that was my tangent. But I literally today was like, where, why don't they have hydro flasks? Dude, that's like, why? so What's funny. I was like, Timothy Chalamet, why are you holding that tiny little baby water bottle? <laughs> get your reusable hydro flask. You can get it in any color. <laughs> okay back to it. Okay. Okay. So we wanted to just, uh, kick this podcast off with a quick little episode just talking about us and who we are, what we do, why we wanted to start this podcast, um, and just like quick quippy little like get to know you questions. Um, yeah. So we just want to do something really quick where you guys can get to know us because obviously if you didn't hear, we know each other really, really well. And so yeah. this is the hardest podcast to film for us because normally we just like sit and talk about things um so this is gonna be a quick episode we're gonna play a little game at the end or like a little yeah Mm. quippy like a little sesh (laughs) (laughs)
1: we're just
0: gonna uh like name rattle off some things of like people that inspire us things that made us want to do what we do now and made us into probably made us into the artist who we are today yeah uh well so sav uh you want to tell us a little bit about like who you are what you do what got you into it absolutely um so my name is savannah and i am a film makeup artist i'm a like an everything i can do all types of makeup from like editorial to basic to bridal um and then all the way to like monster makeup but right now i work in film i live in oregon and specifically in portland which is like a huge filming hub right now portland's booming um So that's what I do as my job. Um, I'm also a hairstylist. Hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have graduated hair school. I'm also uh, like a community college student. So I can get that four-year degree while also being a makeup artist. So if I ever don't want to do makeup, I'll have that four-year degree in the bag. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, buddy. But for now, (laughs) I love makeup that's all I do that's all I talk about and that's why we're doing this podcast so I can have another avenue to talk about how much I love makeup <laughs> with someone who loves something <laughs> equally as much as me so yeah. yes okay what about you um okay so I'm Sarah I'm 20 years old almost 21 soon I will be 21 but I'm 20 and I'm currently I just finished my second year of art school Um, and I am an illustrator. I say that I'm an illustrator because it's, like, the quickest and easiest way to describe what I do, but, um, usually I say I'm an illustrator, printmaker, and a writer because I kind of jump back and forth between, like, writing, drawing, and, um, a lot of my personal work is either, like, painting or printmaking, but I... (laughs) I am, like I said, still in art school, so that's kind of the time, you know, where you figure out what exactly you want to do and, like, what disciplines you want to seek after. But right now, my major goal is to uh, work on publishing my first graphic novel because I really want to self-publish a lot of, like, written work. And eventually, the like eventual goal is to maybe have like a tiny little publishing company under my name and publish not only my own stuff, but like other small artists. And that's kind of where I'm at. So that's like my little brief resume, <laughs> synopsis, whatever, of who I am. I really wanted to tell the story of why we decided to do this podcast, because I think it's so fun. Should we first begin by saying... So Sarah and I are cousins, first and foremost. We're also best friends. And now we're business partners. Yes. So, like, everything that we've ever done in our, our whole journey as cousins and, like, friends has led up to the culmination of this podcast yeah we we started on youtube like we had a youtube channel way back in the day we're gonna have a whole episode about that yeah but yeah so we've been working together for years and like yeah just building up to like bigger and bigger projects do you remember when you were like eight you started like a mini jewelry company and you like yeah and you sent me i i remember i like found it a couple months ago you sent me like a little ziploc bag and it had a little like woven bracelet in it and then it had a label and it said like savvy sweet and savvy oh yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. uh jewels and then i remember yes. you asked me if i wanted to do it with you wait really yeah that's so cute i don't remember that uh, yeah i just remember wait, like we so facetimed and you were like yeah if you want to do it with me but we were like what nine yeah I was probably like I don't know I was like 11 yeah 11 and 12 uh yeah we've been hustlers since the beginning (laughs) Hustlers. (laughs) no I one time this story is very on brand for me and I love to tell it um but one time when I was like probably 10 I got an electric scooter and all the kids in my neighborhood wanted to ride it and so I spent one full day like one full Saturday morning making waivers and then um making a sign that was like scooter rides 25 cents and then I like had a cash register out there and I would make these children and I was also a child I would make them be like I would be like nope you have to go have your parents sign it and you have to wear a helmet and it cost 50 cents or whatever wait that's so funny yeah and then I had like a line and then a parent came up and was like can I ride it and I was like no man sorry it's 250 pound weight limit and I literally <laughs> well I was a kid scooter but <laughs> like so whenever anyone tells me like whenever I'm like yeah I literally have always done like something like creative and businessy I'm like yeah I ran a scooter empire when <laughs> I was 10 in my neighborhood so oh my truly Sarah and I have been working up to this Wait, that's for our whole so life. Funny. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! Your scooter empire. <laughs> the empire. That's so I guess, funny. I guess what makes me qualified for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my resume. Um, I uh, graduated from makeup school, and I used to run a scooter empire. So hire me. I had the monarch uh, monopoly on a scooter empire in my neighborhood so. monarchy you were the king of scooters I, <laughs> I mean i'm not gonna speak for the people but i was uh, oh my god so, <laughs> so yeah. funny yeah yeah so yeah. we both have been just like basically trying to work together since we came out of the womb like <laughs> yeah um and so when we had a YouTube channel and then we kind of let it die, but that's a story for another day. And so then we kind of just like, we're hanging out, just like being friends, talking like about personal stuff, but we weren't like doing anything together. Um, and then I remember you said that you were going to start a podcast with your friend like a while ago. Yeah. And I was like, no way. That's so cool. Like I didn't even know, like the idea of a podcast being something accessible to like me was just like not comprehensible like I wasn't I was like oh podcasts are for like professional radio hosts they're for people with like big corporations behind them yeah um and then when you told me you were doing that and you're like yeah and it's actually like really easy you guys didn't end up doing that but then um I was on Instagram and I saw this girl from my high school that I used to know like way back when started a podcast herself when I saw somebody from my high school doing it, I was like, no way. Okay, this is like two people I know that are like in the same life situation as me that are like starting podcasts. And so I was yeah. like, maybe this is something that I could do. And I thought it sounded really fun. And I remember like jokingly bringing it up to you one time like, "Hey, we should start a podcast." And you were like, "Yeah, we should." And we kind of like laughed about it and then like moved on and like watched Star Netflix show or whatever. And then I hung up the phone and then I like went back to my dorm and thought about it for a few more days and I was like no I really want to start one and so I remember like distinctly we talked about this but I like I was coming home back to my dorm after a long day of classes. So I was like walking in the dark in the parking lot with my hood up and my hat on. And I pulled out my Snapchat and I sent you like a series of Snapchats. Like, listen, oh, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. really serious about starting this podcast. I really want to do it. And I really want you to do it with me if you're down. Like, let me yeah. know if you're in for sure. Cause I'm like a hundred percent in. And yeah. then you were like, you were like, yeah, totally. And I like for a part, a little part of me was like, I don't know if she's actually down. Like I don't. It was like I don't know if I'm just like forcing a random dream, you know, onto yeah. somebody else. But then you kept saying yes, and so I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I was so down. If it was just, like, any podcast, I would be like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one is so interesting because as an avid podcast listener, I was like, whoa, that's a super cool topic. Like, yeah. because our perspective is so unique, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's really cool. The topic that, like, we, we decided on is, like, going with the angle of us being artists and, like, talking. And young artists. A young artist, like, 20-somethings, like, figuring it out because that's the type of content that I consume, like, on YouTube or in podcasts is, like, young 20-somethings, like, doing their thing, like, living their life. Yeah. Um, And I remember I just, like, kept... It was, like, in the back of my head as something like, oh, yeah, we should do that one day. But then, like, as it was there it just like, kept like wheels kept turning. So I would be like mm-hmm. in class and then it'd be like, oh my God, this is what we should call it. Or like, yeah, I'd be like walking to dinner and then I'd be like, wait, I need to go send Savannah a voice memo because like, I just got an idea for an episode. And like slowly but surely we compiled this like big Google doc yeah. of like, I did research. Like we both did research. Like I took a Skillshare class. I like, I we have this like 13 page Google doc of like, episode ideas and, like, all this stuff. And so, eventually, we both just, like, got really serious about it and got really excited about it and just, like, kept feeding into it. Yeah. So, yeah, this podcast is, like, Sarah's brainchild. Like, she... I mean, it's both of ours. Well, yeah, but the inception of it was totally you. Like, you were like, I have this idea. Let's do it. Which is super exciting because a lot of our creative lives, like, cross over with each other, like, because we our cousins and like we kind of do everything together so our creative lives often cross over into our family life so like we do work together and we like travel for work together and we yeah we just like live our lives intertwined not only because we're family but also because we're like the exact same person yes creatively in every aspect and so it like is fun to not only live as like artists but like artists that do things together there's been like a couple times where savannah will just be like hey i'm um shooting this movie in la or like hey i'm doing this thing in like new york do you want to come yeah. with me and i'll just be like yeah i guess and just like yeah. <laughs> go and all of a sudden we're on this like crazy adventure like living adult creative lives together which is so cool and so that's yes. why we are like this like, we f- it, we feel like it would be a podcast that we would want to listen to. Yeah, exactly. I love hearing people's, like, crazy art stories or, you know, like, yeah. just living their lives. And so, yeah, we're super excited to have this out and to be able to do it together um, and just, like, see where it goes. Because, yeah, we had a YouTube channel and it was great, but we were in high school. So it didn't work out no. because <laughs> we were uh, in high school. So this is really cool different avenue that we hope you guys are gonna enjoy yeah so that's basically why we're doing this podcast yeah like, <laughs> long story short um we do everything together so we thought why not yeah. have a podcast on top of it and we were gonna do it like months from now and then the global pandemic hit and now all of a sudden like we were out of work for a couple months yeah. and like really looking for something to do and so we both just said like hey, why don't we just do it now? And we, like, got the ball rolling and really have just been working so hard on it ever since. And it's been so fun. Can I just say, mm-hmm. like, I'm having the time of my life. Truly. We've just cranked it all out. So yeah. here we are. First episode. Ready to go. Um, But do you have any, like, podcasts like we're both podcast people um but do you have any like podcasts that you can call to that we're like I want to start a podcast like yeah that's why I want to do it yeah I I really love I talk about the sorry girls all the time because I it's true I, I really love their their channel they just have like such strong awesome like girl boss vibes yeah and um which that was maybe the cringiest sentence I've ever said but it's fine you get the point um it's fine they're just like strong female entrepreneurs they do they have a youtube channel that they like turned into a whole company and they have a podcast and it's more of like a conversational podcast but it's so fun to listen to because i i love them both i feel like they're it's a very similar dynamic to you and me except for that they met mm-hmm. in college but they're just like yeah they're best friends that then decided to like take this leap into this like creative journey which for them was youtube and yeah. just decided to like turn it into this whole company and like this whole uh, extension of like their jobs and their friendship and I think it's so cool and I'm obsessed with their big Toronto loft that was beautiful and they have all these series where they decorate it and um in one series they make themselves a podcast studio so I, like, watched that video and I watched them, like, set everything up and buy their microphones and, like, put up these, like, noise-canceling curtains and make it all cute. And then I started listening to their podcast and watching them on YouTube. And I was like, that seems so fun. Like, it was just yeah. they had videos of them just, like, sitting on two chairs, just, like, curled up in chairs, talking to a mic, just, like, having a conversation with their business partner, best friend. And I was like, fun. that's so fun. Like, I would love to do that. And then... So their podcast is called A Little About A Lot, which is more of just like a conversational podcast. They talk about whatever. But then I also love like niche podcasts. Like I'm a big fan of Cult Leader by Spencer Henry or Mm -hmm. like Writing Excuses is like such a fun podcast, which whenever I tell people I listen to that podcast, they're like, that's the most boring thing I've ever heard because it's literally just a bunch of authors talking about writing advice. But I love it so much. Um, And so I kind of just like all of those sort of, like, ideas and, like, vibes melted together in my brain. And then I was just like, I want to do this and I I want it to be about this and I want to do it with Savannah. Like, truly, there's nobody else I would do a podcast with. Oh, my heart. Same. (laughs) Literally same. The Sargles, when when I hear you talk about them, they remind me of my favorite murder. Because my favorite murder, like, Karen and Georgia, if you don't know, um, they are, like, comedians, but they met when they were, like, 30s. And so it's, like, three, like, steps of, like, yeah. they met and then they were like, oh, my God, we need to do a podcast all about crime. Um, So it's really interesting. But, yeah, I love, like... Dual podcast like two people podcast it's great (laughs) so the next like last half of our podcast or our show is going to be our introduction segment so it's going to be a bunch of things that have inspired us to start being artists and like what inspires us to continue making our art um mine are going to be mostly makeup related and then Sarah's are going to be mostly fine art related but um yeah this is just a little way to get to know us in our careers game (laughs) A little quippy game. Mm-hmm. I love the word quippy. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, Asav, quick. Top three movies that inspired you to start uh, being a makeup artist in film. Okay, so I have these always in the back of my mind. <laughs> Literally always. Um, one is La La Land. I saw La La Land way after I had become a makeup artist, but it really like solidified the fact that I was like, I need to move to LA just because it was like beautifully shot. And not only that that it was... Um, set in LA, but it was like not it was also made in LA. Yeah, like it wasn't actual a set. film, the actual La 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 Land, La La Land film, and it just has this like feeling around it. I don't know how to explain it. It's like this very nostalgic feeling as a someone in film. Um, so that was one, even though I had already done makeup. The second was I think these are all just what inspired me to work in film and not so much like makeup specific. Um but the second is Moonrise, Ki- Moonrise Kingdom, yes. which <laughs> Sh- Sav is- talks about Moonrise Kingdom all the time, and I love it. It's hotly contested in the film world because there are like film bros that are like Wes Anderson. He rocks. Like I love him, and then people are also like not a fan, but I love Moonrise Kingdom. It's like a weird, it feels like you're a dream. Like you watch it and you're like, was that a real movie? Or like, (laughs) did I just imagine that? Uh, But it's like beautifully shot. It's 60s retro makeup, which is super fun. So that's one that I, if I ever have to work on a film, I want it to be like, if I not if I ever have to work on a film. When I work on films, I like I like go for things that I really want to see like Moonrise Kingdom. Um, And then the third was The Hunt for the Wilder People by Taika Waititi because it's beautiful. It's really cool. It's really interesting and it's beautifully shot and it's shot in New Zealand. And it's by Taika Waititi who is an incredible director and he's booming right now. And that was one of his early movies, which was really, really cool. All right, Sarah, uh, top three stories that made you want to be an artist, an illustrator, storyteller. Yeah. All the things. (laughs) All the things. Okay. So I also have these down like to a T. So they of course like move around, like as you move through life, whatever. They're not always the same. Oh, true. Yeah. That's a very important amendment because (laughs) those are my top three, like right now. Yeah. Yeah. So like right now, if you ask me, my top three are Knives Out. Knives Out is for sure a movie that I I saw in theaters and was like, I want to make a story exactly like that. And that's the, the feeling that I really like chase after when I consider like some of my favorite stories of all time is like the types of yep. things you watch and you're like, I wish I wrote that. Like, it's yeah, that yeah, yeah. cool. It's like that immersive. Knives Out to me has this such a strong um, like personality to it. It's so captivating. You're in suspense the whole time, but it's also relatable and funny and dramatic and all of the things that it makes you feel all the emotions. I love that movie truly so much. And then a similar uh, feeling that it evoked in me, but like a completely opposite vibe is The Haunting of Hill House. Um, That is seriously, it might be my favorite show of all time. Yes. This horror series on Netflix. I feel like everybody's heard of it because I've watched it now four times, but the more I talk to people, the more they're like, what's that? But in my head and in my like bubble, it's like, everybody knows what the show is obviously, but if you don't, it's this like 10 episode, um, horror series on Netflix, but it's beautifully done. It's beautifully shot. It's beautifully written. It's like heartbreaking and oh I love it so much like the writers did a phenomenal job the cast did a phenomenal job I have like truly not enough good things to say about it if you haven't seen it and uh you don't mind sitting through something scary 100% watch it because that's another thing where I was like that is like the feeling that I'm feeling right now is how I want to make people feel with my stories it's cinematically incredible it's too. Phenomenal. Like their choice, the choices that they make, like it's so interesting. I'm the worst. Like I never thought I was a film buff, but I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the choices they make in Haunting of Hill House are truly incredible because they really like play on every sense, like absolutely that you have. So I full, wholeheartedly agree. Top f- five for me. It's yes. so good. Yeah. Um, and then this next one is the book, and then there were none. And this one kind of mm-hmm. like goes back and forth like I I pick different things but and then there were none is one of the first books I remember reading in school where I, I loved it enough to actually read it. Like I feel like a lot of school books are really boring, or you run rush through them really fast in, in class, so you don't really get to like digest them. But and then there were none. I remember I I read chapters ahead and had to like pretend I was behind with the rest of the class because I was so involved. And that's what really got me um into mystery, which if you can see a common theme in all of these stories they're all mysteries they're all murder mysteries actually that's a genre that I'm just really psyched about recently that's something that I'm working on writing um there's just something about a mystery that just encapsulates like all of the things it's thrilling yeah it's like a submersive or immersive I guess I don't know I I love mysteries so much so Agatha Christie is her writing is like a big um beacon to me of like I want to write stuff like that so those are my three that's really cool um do you have any like other authors or artists that you look to like specifically outside of stories or do you like find that you mostly have stories that you rely on I mean I do have artists that's the next I know it was (laughs) the segue oh (laughs) (laughs) sorry I didn't get it (laughs) no you're good I'm just that Good at segues. uh yes i do have three artists <laughs> that i love wow i'm so <laughs> glad that you pointed me in that direction and i got it immediately wow. you're so welcome <laughs> um yes my top three artists these this is what i always say this is like a pretty comprehensive list that has lasted the last few years yeah number one ross tran uh ross tran is an illustrator who is primarily known for, like, being on YouTube and being on social media, Um, he just recently came out with a graphic novel, but his artwork is stunning. I've seen a lot of artwork in my day, um, especially on Instagram. Like, I feel like there's an abundance of artists, but for the longest time, his paintings specifically have always had this, like, indescribable quality of, like, magic to me. Like, the lighting the like painterly elements of them. Um, There's just something about it that like brings me back to childhood and like being so imaginative of like magical worlds and uh, I don't know all this stuff. So I have like several of his posters. I love his work and I want to create artwork that also evokes that same feeling. So he's a big inspiration to me. And then also another YouTube artist is Sean uh, Deanthes, I think is how you say her name, but she is an Australian illustrator who is like on the opposite side of the spectrum where Ross's illustrations are very elaborate and detailed. Um, Sean, who goes by the username Free little peach, her illustrations are so cute. They're like childlike. The color palettes are always so playful, but the technique and like the execution of them is just so flawless every time. She has a children's book called uh, Zoom, I think. It's this whole Mm -hmm. book that's done in watercolor about like the solar system where like all the planets are different animals. And like just the way she uses her imagination in her work is so inspiring to me. It's beautiful. Like all of her pieces are so cute and she has such a distinct style, which is something that I have really tried to like I'm really still trying to rein myself into having a style, but so I look up to her a lot. And then the last one is just like a curveball compared to those two, but MC Escher is an artist I've loved for like a really, really long time. I remember learning about him in school and learning about the surrealist movement, and that was always something so intriguing to me. That was always work that I was doing. because as important as I think it is to learn... The basics and like how to draw from observation, draw what you see. Um, that aspect of art is boring to me. I was always intrigued by like taking what I saw and twisting it into something different or unexpected. And so I love his work because it does exactly that. You stare at it and stare at it and sometimes you still can't figure out what's going on. And I think it's so cool. So those are my top three. Um, um, But what about you? I'm inspired by, like, all types of art, but a lot of photographers and... Makeup artists are like two of the people I draw most inspiration from, just because I see like in my mind I have like a styled shoot like to a T, and so then I see it, and I'm like, hey, they have the style I like. Yeah. Um, but the main artist that inspired me to start makeup, Glamingore. if you don't know her, she or Mikey, um, she's a YouTuber. She was an effects artist in L.A. and an onset makeup artist before she became an, a YouTuber. Um, but I started watching her when I was probably Probably like 15 16 and it was like the coolest thing to me that she could like do that and just like live her, like live as a makeup artist and it was it was truly so cool because she did like giant prosthetics and monster makeup which I always was like whoa that's really unattainable like you got to what like you can just do that in your house (laughs) and so she made it really really accessible to like make a fake heart out of gelatin and like a plastic bag or like make a fake tongue and so I just like really she was the one where I never knew I mean instinctually I knew you could do whatever and be a makeup artist but she made it I was like I want to do what she's doing which is be like the coolest like makeup artist who's so gracious and like is still learning and educating and so she's one that i really really was inspired by Um, but another person is mimi Choi. she is a body painter she's an illusion body painter you've probably seen her um art all over she did ezra miller for the uh, met gala where he had all the eyes all over his face but she's one that she just does like stuff that's totally out of the box and that is so hard to do and so she's a really 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 big inspiration um but yeah those are two big ones yeah okay well I have another question for you all right so what is your like when somebody asks you for the best story or the funniest story of like you on the job what's the first story that like immediately comes to mind? Like the funniest things happen to you or the weirdest or like the best or like probably I, this is my first time ever on set was I've told this story for, before for sure. But it's like the story that I think I'm the artist I am today because of Um, we were just in the we were my first ever job was a movie. It was reshoots, So we were like re getting all the, the clips that we didn't get in the first month of shooting. Um, and I, it was all overnight shoots and I was like 18, 19. I was 19 and I just, um, was on the set of a movie all overnight for five full days. And I was like, whoa, this is bananas. This is so crazy. Um, but looking back on it I can think of like so many things like you just were in the forest in the middle of the night pretending someone's getting murdered and like you I just remember um thinking like whoa whoa, what's happening this is crazy yeah um and probably like a specific story from that night is we had a fake rock and we had um this actor who was like He was, like, 6'5". He was, like, this big dude, and it was a papier-mâché rock. And I had made – or I had – another artist had made this rock, and they were, like, smash it really hard on the ground. And every time he, like, smashed it, I was, like, please don't smash it. Please don't (laughs) smash it anymore. No, that's – don't smash it anymore. Because it was just, like, falling apart, and I was, like, no, (laughs) I don't have any time to fix it. Um, But that was, like, the – I think the first time I was, like, whoa, the entire – collaboration of to see how all the cogs worked. Like I think that's my favorite story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you? Um uh, I mean I this is more just like this is what first comes to mind when I think of like yes. what's the funniest like the weirdest thing that's happened to me. I am most of my art experience is through school. And yeah. so because I don't do a whole lot of freelance work. But so what just like immediately comes to mind is finals week um Mm -hmm. of last semester. Or like not this past semester, but the semester before. So fall twenty nineteen. Um because finals week, if any of y'all are college students, you know that finals week is just one big fever dream. It's just truly a blur of like caffeine and stress and not sleeping. I remember (laughs) we um in my figure drawing class we had this sketchbook and we were told in the beginning of the semester, you're going to draw 10 minutes every single day. Um, And by the end of the semester, you're going to have this whole sketchbook filled of like all these drawings that you've done the whole year. And then you're going to turn it in and get a grade. And if any student knows anything about projects like that, where they're like, just take 10 minutes a day, I guarantee you, you probably did the same thing I did, which is like go nod your head and you say, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, I'll draw 10 minutes a day. And then you don't draw (laughs) at all any day until the week before it's due. And then you cram in everything into like one solid go. Um, so I was sitting on my, sitting on my bed, um, making like drawing truly for my life with the speed of a thousand suns. Um, pretending that i had drawn 10 minutes a day every day since the beginning of the semester desperate to get a good grade in this class my roommate is up next to me uh drawing some final i think her figure drawing final too with like her noise canceling headphones on and like we were just both losing our minds and um i actually i got it done and i got an a on that sketchbook so that's like a pat on the back but um right after that procrastination works. Yeah. Right after that little victory, um, the next day I was working on my printmaking final. And I feel like this is truly just how college finals weeks goes. It's like you get, you go one step forward, two steps back. Like I got one little win and then I was working on my printmaking final or I wasn't even in a printmaking class. It was for my 2d design class, but I was doing a print. So I was doing, I was carving a linoleum block. Mm-hmm. And I was going to carve the block, hand print my design, and then have it ready for the critique. So the critique is at 9 a.m. Picture this. Critique is at 9 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> Picture this. <that. laughs> Imagine. Put, it, put yourself there. It is 6 p.m. the night before. I make the executive decision to go home to my parents' house. I don't remember why. I would just go home yeah. randomly sometimes to, like, eat real food and, like, <laughs> uh, go to my favorite coffee shop and, like, sleep in my bed. So, I went home. Pri- priorities. Exactly. So, I went yeah. home and I was working on this print. And keep in mind, I had done linoleum carving before, but I had not taken a printmaking class before. So, now I know how to hand print like, but then I had never handprinted before. I'd only ever used a press, which if you know anything about printmaking, which you might not, but if you do... It's very different hand printing versus printing on a press. Because a press, you literally just put the ink on the slab, put the paper on, you run it through the machine, it's good to go. Hand printing, way different. Because you have to like physically press the paper into the ink. Like Mm -hmm. you have to figure out the right ink to use, the right tools to use. And I didn't know any of that. So now at 6 p.m. I make the decision to go home. Um, So now it's like 8 p.m. And I think, I don't really want to work on my block right now. I'm just going to put it off a little longer Um, and go to church. (laughs) Because my friend invited me to, like, a church thing. And I thought, yeah, I haven't seen my friends from high school in a long time. That sounds fun. I'm going to go to that. So I went to this, like, gathering, this social gathering at, like, 8 p.m. the night before my final is due. I hung out there and I met up with my friend Uh, My friend Noah, he's a filmmaker. You guys will see him on an episode coming up soon. But he was like, hey, I really need to work on my screenplay. And I was like, no way. I have a final due at 8 a.m. tomorrow. (laughs) So we both went to this like third wave random coffee shop that's open to like 1130. And I sat there and carved my little heart out on this block (laughs) for like two hours. And then I went home and continued to carve it out. And at this point, I've spent the whole time talking. To my friends at the social gathering and at the coffee shop, we made friends with the barista. (laughs) So I'm only like 50% done with this block and it's now like 1130. The coffee shop's closed and I still don't know how to hand print. (laughs) So I bring it upstairs to my room. I make peace with the fact that I'm not going to get any sleep. (laughs) I'm just going to pull an all nighter and then drive back to school in the traffic on no sleep and risk my life. (laughs) Truly? Um, to get to this nine a.m. final, um, so I carve this block until like two a.m., and um, ca- the carving tools are very sharp. So as I'm carving this block, it's two a.m. I, I haven't slept, and I make one wrong carve, and the carving tool goes straight into my thumb, like just like deep, straight on, like this blunt Ew. metal Ew. edge straight into my thumb. Ugh. There's blood gushing everywhere. (laughs) It's all over my block. It's all over my hand. I run to the bathroom. I like put it underwater. There's this like deep, gross cut in the center of my thumb. So I quickly, I throw a paper towel on it. I throw a bandaid on it and I get right back into my room and I continue carving my block because my final's at 9 a.m. There you go. Um, Now it's 3 a.m. My block is officially done. It has literally my blood, sweat, and tears and now it's time to learn how to handprint for the very first time. Wow. All at 3 a.m., huh? Um, yeah. Spoiler alert. I couldn't figure it out. I had the wrong ink. I had the wrong brayer. I had the wrong... Not enough knowledge. So I ended up emailing my professor and saying, I don't know how to do this. So then she goes, it's fine. Just meet up with me before class and I'll show you how. So then I like, like, here's the thing, I'm an hour away. (laughs) I'm an hour away and I didn't sleep. So finally I go to sleep probably around four and I wake up at like 630. So I get like two and a half hours of sleep. I rise out of bed like I'm rising out of a grave. (laughs) and I get in my car and I go. And I didn't get the best grade on that final, but I did get an A in that class. So that was just a nice little bow right on top of that mess of a semester. Wow. So long story short and um, lesson learned is procrastination always works, guys. You always get an A. It always uh, works in your favor. Go to social gatherings the night before your Go to social gatherings and third wave coffee shops that are open until 11 with your friend. (laughs) That's what we're saying here. Um, All the college students, you're welcome. So we are going to do... When we remember at the end of our episodes, we're going to do a recommendation corner. So we're each going to give like any form of entertainment or media or books or whatever to that we're really enjoying and we think you guys would really enjoy. Um, So, Sarah, do you have any recommendations this week? I mean, I like already talked about it, but I'll always recommend the Sorry Girls. I think if you need some like good, creative Boss energy in your life watch their videos because they're very funny and they're like so inspiring Uh, yeah, I still haven't watched the sorry girls and i need to it should not be allowed that i'm not (laughs) i haven't watched the sorry girls truly i'm gonna recommend this week uh, a podcast called ear hustle it's written produced and hosted by prisoners of san quentin so they have the opportunity to like tell their own stories and um, give their own like yeah it's really really cool um give their own opinions on stuff that's happening in the world and stuff that's happening within their own lives and they kind of can tell their own stories and share all their all their recommendations and it's a really really cool podcast it's very very well done and i highly recommend it i think there's like four seasons um and it's like a journey it's a wild ride because there's like some things that happen in real life and it's really really good I highly recommend ear hustle cool yeah all right this has been the working for it podcast yes if you want to if you liked this podcast and you want to subscribe or leave us a review we would greatly appreciate it that's super awesome of you we post every thursdays at 7 a.m pacific standard time and if you follow us on instagram you'll see that we post pictures posts relating to each episode so you'll find all the links uh, to everyone we mention, all the tags for the artists that we mention, anything we talk about for any episode, they'll all be linked in a nice little cute little Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram is at Workingfort Podcast. Um, and then we also have a Twitter where we share stuff that's interesting to us as you do Twitter. Um, and that is at Workingfort Pod. And then if you guys like, have any fun stories or anything you want to share with us or talk to us about we would literally love to hear it Um, and you can email us at workingforitpodcast at gmail.com we really appreciate you guys listening and sticking around for this full Podcast, um, and we're super excited to have you on the Working for It journey. Woo, so exciting! Oh my god, yeah. But we'll see you I'm guys Spana. next Thursday. Oh, sorry. We'll see you later. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> How do we end it? We usually just say okay, bye. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, b- okay, bye. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Wait, that's so cute. Okay.